0: BLOB TALK
1: RADIO Hi, this is your man JT Live right here on Black Men Talking Radio. This is our very, very first episode. We try to get a few technical difficulties out of the way, but I want to welcome everybody to the show tonight. Man, we're going to get it in. We're talking black men issues. We're not pulling any punches tonight. Uh, Man, this is our very, very first episode, like I said, and we wanted to bring black men together to kind of have conversation and talk and and to discuss issues that they face on a daily basis, and so we want to make sure that you all Tune into our show every Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. the Black Men Talking Podcast on Black Men Talking Radio. Man, this, you know, this is a topic, man, and a lot of people, especially a lot of women, always complain that their black men don't talk enough. And so I wanted to create this format. In which black men talk, and so we're going to talk a lot about economics. We're going to talk about politics. We're going to talk sports. We're going to talk relationships. We're going to talk all things African American men. And tonight's show is the challenges that that African American men are facing today. I mean, there are a lot of things that black men. Uh, go through on a daily basis, man. That we just we just kind of float through. We don't kind of talk about some of these things. So, on today's show, tonight's show, rather, we're going to get that out. If you want to call into the show, we have one six four six 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 eight two three four two. Again, that's one six four six 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 eight two three four two. Make sure you give us a call. Person number one if you want to get in on this conversation. Uh, we're waiting on a few brothers to get into the show. And, uh, again, we, our old format for most people that's used to listening to us was Ranked Top 5 Sports. Uh, and so we used to do sports, man, and we covered all the aspects of sports in the nationwide. And we had a pretty popular show. Our show it got a lot of downloads. And, you know, we're still going to do sports, but it's going to be in a different format. That's all. And so we want to kick off this show talking about things that's facing black men, and, and, I, and that's, you know, it's something that has to be mission-driven. I don't think a lot of people are touching on topics that African men are facing today, and so we want to put a few things out there, man, just to make sure that people know that we have feelings, and, and, and you know, I'm hearing all this stuff about black men being endangered species, and I'm hearing things about black incarcerated. Those are crazy numbers. You know, we're talking about uh, uh, African-American men that's being shot down innocently uh, in the streets by by rogue police officers. We're not talking about the good cops. We're talking about those cops, man, that are out there making a bad name for our officers out here. And and, and so we need to really kind of hone in on some of these things. And then what about relationships? What about some of the things that black men want to talk about that we can't necessarily talk to our women about? You know, there are a lot of things, man, that go on on a daily basis you know, in our relationships that, that we never even discuss. So that's one of the topics we want to up, touch on. We want to touch on economics. You know, jobs. Do we have jobs? Donald Trump just came out and said some stuff about African Americans and jobs, and, man, we know that not to be true at all. You know, we know we have some issues with that. And, and, and unemployment is huge. So if a man can't put food on his table, if a man can't put, uh, uh, put clothes on his back, if a man can't get transportation, He's going to have a rough time in this society today. And so we kind of want to touch on some of those things, man, that that will help bring our brothers back together. You know, we want to touch on some of those things and, and, and family, you know, how to build a family. You know, we don't, we don't necessarily know, a lot of us, man, you know, we have children uh, out of wedlock. And, you know, the question is how do we build a family, put a family together? And I think those things are important. And so these are some of the topics that black men want to talk about. But we never get that avenue to kind of express ourselves because we don't know how, you know, in this American society. Because, look, let's just keep it real, people. Black men, you know, we came, we came through, through slavery, and, and, and we were kind of expendable. I mean, we were working, we were the bucks, and all that sort of thing, but we didn't have any direction. And then all of a sudden we had Emancipation Proclamation. We were free from slavery, and then it was like you on your own. Do what you got to do. So, you know, we want to touch on some of them topics, man. Again, it's your man JT You Tune into the Black Men Talking podcast every Wednesday night at 9:30 p.m. Central Standard Time, man. Make sure you join us. Tell your friends about it. Tell all the other brothers, man, to get in on it. Talk to us because we're gonna be keeping it real. We're not gonna, we're not gonna shoot code anything. I got a couple guests in the building, so let me see if I can get there, man. I see my man Pete Coop. Pete Coop, what's going on, man? I see you out there. What's happening with you, man? What's What's talk Talk to your brother. Uh, it seems like we have some difficulty getting them in. I see them in the, in the in the queue, but we have a little problem getting them into the show. Let me see who can chime in. Who the next person is online? Uh, when y'all get in shortly, they'll they'll be able to get in, in a couple of seconds. Uh, with the the, the phone magnus kind of lagging behind. But again, you know some of the the, the challenges that we face. You know, uh. Being emasculated, you know, a lot of African American men feel like they they're being emasculated, even in their homes, man. And so that's something that we need to we really need to discuss and, and kind of get out there, man, to so so our, so our people could can understand how we feel. You know, we have feelings and and, and we want to discuss certain things. We want to talk about certain things, but man, you know, it's it's it's, it's kind of shaded upon if you don't, you know, if you don't if 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 you can't. You know, provide or do the things that's necessary in order to provide. Let me see. We have some difficulty getting our callers into the show here. Man, I love blog talk radio, man, but sometimes it gets a little rough here when you try to get your people in into these uh, podcasts a lot of times. So let me see what we got here. If you can hear me, man, send me a text. Just let me know. That you were able to get into the show and nine one two, I'm not sure who that is, but if if you're one of my callers, you can send me a message via Facebook and just let me know that that you can hear me, but you can't get into the show. And so that's that's one of the things that um, we're trying to figure out here, man. How this this whole thing is working out right now because we don't seem to be getting getting our callers into the show. Uh, one of the things, man, that I, I, I wanted to get in is, uh, talking about the Colin Kaepernick situation, man, and how, you know, this young guy basically sacrificed and and he sacrificed his whole entire, uh, career, football career, man, to, to take on the responsibility of African-American men. And when he stood up, he was shot down. You know, he was shot down when a black man talks. He, uh, Okay, good, P. Coop. I, I'm going to try to get you in, man. I, I don't know what the, what the situation is. I'm glad you can hear me loud and clear. But here's an African-American man who stood up and he was shot down. And so he was doing something that was right. He was doing something that was correct. And all of a sudden, he was he was shot down for his views and beliefs. He was highly criticized. Somebody even compared him to a murderer. And that's utterly ridiculous. How do you compare cat? football player who's standing up for the rights of other men and African Americans who are disenfranchised but you want to step on his neck. And these are some of the things that African American men face on a daily basis. You know, we, we these we, we hurt for some of us and some of us, you know, we really didn't we really didn't uh, get into the whole cap situation. Some of the brothers kinda just faded away you know, on it. Some of the brothers just kind of let it go to the wayside and they want to watch their football. Nothing wrong with that, but I didn't watch football for the entire season. I decided I was going to take a stance against the NFL because of Cap, because this was an opportunity for African-American men to stand up, and there were a ton of us standing up. What I'm going to tell you guys to do is hang up and call back into the show, and, and that way we can get you guys back in because it's not, um, we're not, for some reason, that the studio is not allowing you guys to get in and so uh you guys could call back let me see if I can get you guys in now. And I just sit that and refresh. But anyway, uh you know we we want to make sure that brothers are being heard and it's being respected. And we have to come from a from a place of authority. We have to come from a place in which we have empowerment. And it's time for African American men to stand up. Okay, I see you, Tim. Yeah, I'm trying to get you in. For some reason, it's not allowing uh, It's not allowing my guests to come in. Let me see if I can make a move and, and make stuff happen because I need to get you guys in. I want to hear you guys' input. I want you to talk. I know, Tim, you do a lot of work with the youth, man, and I want your views to definitely be heard. Um, I want you to talk about some of the things that you're doing out there. And so in a second, people I'll be able to get my guests in. Let me see if I can work with them now. And these are the brothers brothers that that came through. I had a lot of young, I had a lot of African-American men tell me, yeah, man, I'm going to come in on the show and talk with you. Yeah, I'm going to come in and chop it up with you. And then when you put them on the spot, man, you try to get them in, nobody chops it up. Pete Coop, is that you? You in the building?
0: Yeah, this is me, J.C. Can you hear me?
1: Oh, man, finally got you in, man. (laughs)
0: Hey,
1: you know. This technology
0: is a trick, man, but
1: I got my boy Pete Coop in the building. Let me just go through this. Pete Coop is one of the strongest black men that I know. He's one of the most – I've been knowing him. We've been knowing each other since we were 15 years old. This young man, he comes with a lot of spirit, a lot of passion. So you guys listen to us on our sports podcast. Pete Coop definitely used to bring it all the time. And now I got him with me on this particular show, man, because we want to chop it up about black men. And, and make sure that black men were heard. And P. Coop, talk, talk to the people, man. Introduce yourself out there a little bit, but you tell the people a little bit more.
0: Well, like I said, J.T., uh, uh, my name is P. Coop, and uh, me and Jeff have been uh, friends for, uh, for years. We graduated high school together, went to college together. So me and J.T. got a, a long history, um, you know, as far as uh, as far as myself, you know, um I'm a positive thinking, progressive thinking black man who uh is very concerned about the community that I live in, the people in the community, the demographic, the uh employment rate and the education that um, uh, will allow us to grow and compete globally with uh, other people and other uh, ethnic backgrounds. So I'm glad to have this, this show to be able to address those issues because they're very important to me and to um, the people in my
1: community. So I want to thank you, Jeff,
0: for, letting, for having me on, Jeff. I want to thank you for having me on, as a matter of fact.
1: Well, I appreciate you, man, for coming on. I appreciate you for chopping it up with me. I have to move to a different location, man, because I'm unable to get my people into the show that I want to get in. I see we got a few more people to call us, you and I'm going to get you guys in for just one second. Uh, like I said, I'm moving to a different location because this is an important topic, and I want to make sure that you guys are all heard. I should be able to get you guys up in a couple of seconds. Just bear with me as I go through. Uh, but that being said people, I appreciate you man Stopping through I appreciate you chopping it up And I appreciate you bringing the real With it and like I said You know this We want to make this A show in which brothers Don't hold back uh, Transparent Brothers are telling the truth Let me see if I can lock get everybody back in If not I'm going to have a problem With the uh, blog talk radio we have a serious problem. Let me see who we got here. Man, if you could look like it's just me and you, man, trying to get all the other brothers in the field, and I got a whole bunch of them in here, and we can't even get them through to the queue. I don't know. But let me ask you a question, man. As far as the state of the African American man today, what is he rank? today. What does the African American
0: man mm-hmm. rank today? In, in, in terms of what, when you say ranking?
1: In, in terms of his terms of how he how does he rank? You know, wh- wh- where does he fit in? Well
0: Well I, I, I have to answer that question by saying that if we allow um mm-hmm. other people to define us, then you know, we can be you know, ranked at the bottom of the round. But uh, if you look at the achievements of black men under the circumstances of, uh, of, you know, what we have to overcome, you know, not only in the athletic world, in the, uh, uh, in the entertainment world, but also in the medical field and uh, in the educational field and in, um, Political field, I think we rank right up there with anybody else. We rank right up there with any other at the group that is out there, uh, and it's sometimes even in, in even greater because, of course, we dominate um, the major sports: football, baseball, basketball, which is the most watched, as well as soccer as well. So. Um, in terms of the medical field, though, I mean, we, we've had transgenders and continue to have transgenders in the medical field who have, uh, you know, have given voice to us in that area, you know, as well as, you know, political field, of course, with uh, the political climate that's, that's currently now, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, that's currently up. Uh, of course, we had the first African-American president in Barack Obama and, um, you know, many great uh, uh, political figures. But there's also, you know, great political figures that, that's passed that were not maybe, um, you know, politicians, but, you know, they had a political agenda, you know, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, and, and, and people in those times, Matthew Evans you know, so Elijah Muhammad and 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 Farrakhan and all of them. So, yeah, we rank we rank, uh up there with anybody else, man, in any other arena. You know, and in far as education, you know, you got you know the great men like um, uh, of course uh, Dyson and uh, who is just a brilliant man. I love Dyson and. Uh, Uh, of course, uh, Continental West and and, uh, those intellectual thinkers in that area. So um, those are trendsetters, and I think that our youth can follow those
2: guidelines
0: that they have and and allow themselves to, you know, um, grow into a more positive thinking uh, area as opposed to just being reactionary and uh, unthinking. So uh, I think that the state of the, the black man is determined upon our future, is determined upon our youth. So, you know, I encourage you know, black men to uh, not put themselves in that category to be ostracized or to be, uh, you know, looked upon as a non entity because if you if you if you if you do that then you people have the tendency to act out that type of um ideology once you know they they accept it as being how it is, so to speak. When when it in, yep. in the retrospect it's not how it is. You know.
1: Well, I'm, I'm going to put it to you like this, P. Coop, and, and this is something that I feel, man, and we still, we got, I'm, I'm trying to work. It might just be me, you tonight, and the other, my other guys, man. I apologize to y'all, man. This is, uh, welcome for some reason, their service is really, really busy, so it's, it's hard for me to uh, to link you guys in. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm like this, man, and I feel as an African-American man, you know that we're constantly challenged on a daily basis, and and, and we're constantly challenged to prove who, <laughs> who we are. You know we have to we have to make sure that we establish our our status in this world, no matter what our social economic background is, whether we're we're a high paid brother businessman or, or whether we're we're a young brother, you know that's on the street with his pants hanging down. You know, we constantly feel like we're challenged on a daily basis, man, to prove who we are, especially if you're in certain environments, you know, whether you're in an environment with your own people. You know, it's it's like a competition. It's like a rat race almost. And then when you step in other environments with Caucasian males and, and different people like that, you constantly have to prove who you are on a daily basis, man. I'm going to tell you, that can be stressful. Now, for me, you know, I, I walk with my head up. I walk with confidence. I, I feel like I belong, but I know I gotta hold my own. I know I gotta be on defensive at all times as a black man in America. It's just the way it is. I mean, I can't sit back and chill. You know, I got to make sure that my seatbelt is buckled when I'm in the car. I got to make sure that I'm driving 35 miles per hour. You know, when I'm driving in in, in whatever zone that I'm driving in, I see I got okay. I got Tim in the building. Tim finally got you in, man. Whew. Glad, glad that gets you. You know, I, I'm constantly feeling like I have to do that. I'm constantly feeling like I have to be competitive in this world today, man. And sometimes that can be stressful. Sometimes that can drive me to do things that that I don't necessarily want to do, or I'm feeling a certain kind of way. I really don't know why. And so, as a black man in America, man, I believe it's tough. And I have to, you know, me and my wife, we have to raise our boys, man, to be to have a certain type of disposition when they walk out. You know, you got to walk with your head up. You know, you got to you got to speak intelligently all the time. Because people judge you on perception, and you know you know like I know, if, if we're in a room full of Caucasian people, man', we represent black people, period point black. That's just how it is to the majority of people in the room. So sometimes that pressure builds on you. and I don't mind that because I don't mind carrying my ancestors on my back. I don't mind carrying that out. I don't have a problem with that. But I just wanted to let that out. That's one of the challenges, man, I know that I face on a daily basis is establishing who I am. I'm a man, period. Point blank, first of all. Secondly, I'm here. I'm just as intelligent, even more intelligent than you are. And so your judgment of me is based on a perception that's just crazy and out here that makes no sense. So, you know, I just wanted to wrap that in. Tim, you in the building, man, I finally got you in. What's going on, brother?
2: What's happening, brothers? How y'all doing, man? Good, good,
1: Hello. good, man. I'm glad we finally got you in. I see, I see, we starting up, to get brother? some results even a little bit. Uh, Cooper, how about you
2: doing, man? Right? I'm good, bro. I'm good. Jeff,
1: talk, talk to me. Glad man. to
2: finally hear your voice, man.
1: What's going on, man?
2: Jeffrey, I'm, I'm, I'm just, uh I, I'm just really appreciative, man, and and humbled and honored, man. It, uh, I'm able to speak on the same line with guys like yourself, like Patrick, you know, guys that are not intimidated by society, by the world, that, in fact, are getting out here, man, and doing some of the things you're doing with Dr. Paul, you know, um, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and understanding that those things are what we have to do. You know, we, Mm -hmm. we, we don't have options anymore. You know, our options, that's over. It's two thousand eighteen and you know, we, we we're still bombarded with how we deal with ourselves within our internal differences. You know, um and of course, you know, this something as something as small as social media has turned into something big. You know, it, it illustrates mm-hmm. that we aren't prepared as black men. And I I don't want to speak for anybody else. I, I can only speak for black men. I've never been anything but a black man. Right. And uh, for us, for us to look at ourselves internally within our own structure, within our own foundation, and take issue mm-hmm. with each other for some of the smallest things—never uh, right. mind the big things—you know, it's it's, right. it's it's out it's outstanding to know young men like yourselves that are uh, that are that are that are dedicated to 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 the very survival. Of our community of our black men of our young people you know uh that's 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 my advocacy man that's my stewardship and uh you know i find myself out there by myself a lot you know and it's and and that's the tough part jp and, and patrick you find yourself out there by yourself man i i i can refer to some stuff i read about with shannon uh outstanding man you know
3: and guys are telling right. me about them.
2: I know a lot of I know a lot of guys that you all went to school with. You know, I, I'm from that area, right. and uh, a lot of the South Shore guys are cool with me. And 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 they're sitting around waiting for those of us who are doing something to do something so big that they'll finally fall in line, so they don't have to do the work. And it's tough. It's really tough. So I really appreciate well, this Tim- format, guys. I, I I gotta I gotta chill talking for a minute. I just got in and I'm hungry. <laughs> oh, oh man. No I appreciate
1: you coming in. Hey, I got somebody else seven three five. You in the building? Talk to me. I mean, we've been having some difficulties, man. Yeah. But um, what's going on? Who I got in the building with me tonight? Man, is CSO, man.
2: The brother. The brother. <laughs> this is this, this, this one of the great loves of my life, right here, boy.
4: <laughs> What's up, Burdell? What's going on? What's going on, y'all? I, 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 I really want to disclaimer. I got to get you. It, so you might hear some noise in the background.
2: I well, hey, so man, that's like cause cause you got those babies to take care of, of, man. Feed hey, them, hey. keep them dry. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: let me just let me just put it out here, man. First of all, let me apologize to you guys. We we had a rough time getting you guys into the show. But for people that's just tuning in, or you listening to the downloads, this is the Black Men Talking podcast and Black Men Talking Radio, Blog Talk Radio. We are here talking about African American men issues with unapologetic. unapologetic Transparent, we let people know what's going on, and so for the people that's listening in to the show, man, hey, if you brothers out there, y'all want to get in and call in, we don't stop anybody from calling. I got my man P. Cooper's in the building, I got TT T. Timothy Townsend, he's in the building, and I got my man TSO Tony Told out, he's in the building, and he talks so much. I'm gonna keep it light on that, but. But, Verde, uh, talk to us. And, Tim, I want you to talk about what you do. But, Very, I want you to introduce yourself, tell the people who you are and, and what's going on with
4: you. Well, uh, my name is Verdell gray I'm a gospel recording artist, but I'm also a father of a husband, And um, I have a real estate company. I just uh, invested into an app company as well. And I'm also a mighty man of Phi Beta Sigma, greatest fraternity on the earth. I to put that in there. <laughs>
2: Tell him, Jeff. You know, ain't nobody's perfect, right? <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: I um, love that back and forth between you, you Kappas and Sigmas, man. That's that's out, that's out of sight.
4: Hey, but but you know, I, I I got a great deal of respect. Um, I haven't met you, Coop, but if you uh you got history with JT, you got to be a good dude. But but um, people like JT and Timothy, even though I give them a hard time and talk trash, um, I've learned a lot you know, people be like, it's just Facebook, it don't mean it's just social media, but I've learned a lot from them too, just sitting back and how they interact, you know, and, and how they carry themselves. I had the pleasure of actually meeting uh T T and, and what he was doing in the community with his basketball program, you know, um, just just letting me know that I needed to do more. You know, I never told him that but he you know, that's what I got from meeting him and seeing that, you know, he he shared with me the um the struggles of how how he would max out his credit cards just to keep his program running, and that, that dedication. And that's dedication, you
2: know, a, a lot of us ain't doing our part. He shouldn't have to max out his credit cards, you know, to 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 get my doors. De- my, my my debt to my debt to income ratio is down to forty five percent now, man. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> so, you know, I, I got to pass I, half, man. I, my wife is so happy she don't know what to do.
4: Hey, I, who was great I told me she loved
2: me the other day. It was great.
4: Yeah, yeah, I I I, I gain a great deal of respect
2: for you. I appreciate you, bro. God bless you.
1: And, and, and before we go on, uh, back in the building, man, and, and this brother, I've got a chance to meet him, man, and and, and it was a great brother. Finds very well. We kind of think alike a lot. He carries several lot of swag, and I I enjoy uh, uh, having conversations with him and the conversations I see. I got my man Andre. Johnson what's up? Uh... Building Drake. What's good?
3: The oh, Big Daddy man. <laughs> No, just here listening to you, brothers And man, it's all good It is really, really great
2: Really. What's great. happening, doctor? How you doing? This is Tim, man
3: Hey, Tim, I'm wonderful I'm blessed Every day I wake hey. up, I know that I'm blessed
2: You know Hey, yes, you, hey yes, you sound
3: like how you
4: look, man <laughs> what you say? <laughs> I, I said you sound how you look, man Oh, There's something wow.
2: wrong with your son, man that's a, You know that's your son, <laughs> right, Dre? <laughs> hey,
1: you know what? Let me, let, me get to some, let me get to some topics Let me get to some topics right now And I, and I, okay. I want to jump straight into it Because you guys can get an opportunity My man Pete Coop, who's in the building He got an opportunity to kind of let some things off his chest But I want to go straight to Vodell And I, and I, I want to talk about How the younger generation Feel about Black men, we talking about black men and are we passing the baton to you all like we should? And I, and I wanted that. I want you to be uncut. I want you to be honest with us. Tell us, are we doing what we are supposed to be doing as black men? Okay. Well, I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm gonna say something, and I might.
4: Uh, I might catch some slack for this, but I. I. I feel like the the generation before mine. Um, let us down, and and what I mean by yeah. that is that when when you, when you when you constantly are saying, oh man, I, you know how, you know even if I'm around a lot of the youth and 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 sagging is a part of their their culture. You know, I, I used to sag, I get it, but when when you're constantly tearing them down and not getting not get see one time uh, my mother took me to Florida to Disney World and she bought me a Lando Magic T-shirt and I wore the heck out of it until it started pilling, and and then she was like she took the shirt away from me but she didn't give me a shirt to replace it. And I feel that's what we mm. do with the general. We, we try to take something away from them, but we don't give them nothing to replace it. It took Jay-Z 20 years to go from a hoodie to the business suit. You know, so we, yes, we do evolve, but we got to show them how to evolve. And now these 18-year-olds, they getting face tattoos, and what they tell me is they don't expect to live long lives. They they living for the moment right then and there, so they are not trying to hear. You know, back in the day, you you had somebody calling it for gangs where they can get together and get a meeting together. You couldn't get a meeting together now because nobody's listening to nobody. You know, and, and so with right. that that leadership in all areas have. It's failed because it wasn't passed down. We don't have grandfathers and grandmothers no more. The grandmothers in the club with with the daughters. So ain't no wisdom being passed down nowhere. So so if you can shut off the wisdom, okay, wisdom comes from making mistakes. I could talk to my dad about certain things that he did so I don't do them. But I try to talk to my mom about her mistakes and she get defensive. Wisdom gets cut off then you, get, you lose information. If you don't have information, then how can you grow?
2: Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. No, well, I Drake, can
3: you speak to that? I mean,
2: yeah, what's your thoughts I, I, about
3: this? I'm, I'm literally visually seeing the result of what he just said, too. I mean, there's so much power in the words that he just uttered because the shorties nowadays, Like, I've been doing some substitute teaching recently. So I've been in the high schools, I've been in the grades, just like since Thanksgiving and waiting on my next project. Some of y'all know I want these these projects, but but, man... If you come at them one way, the lash out is like, boom. But if you sit them back or you throw a little shade or no, throw a little info at them, they eyeball you. Next thing you know, they're coming to you every other day because there's yep, no yes, info where they're coming from. So I, I give God. you all an, an example. My first day subbing or whatever, right? So I'm at this school, 8, to 10, 10. And I'm sitting in the office. I'm waiting for them to tell me what they want me to do, whatever. And this is like an 11, 12-year-old, little young shorty. She, she just off the charts, y'all, off the charts. So I'm sitting there saying, wow, they're going to get her mother up here and get her straight. The mother came up, and I knew where the problem was then immediately. It wasn't shorty's problem. <laughs> okay? And so to the point about the sagging, right, I wanted to go say something. No, y'all shouldn't do this. But then I realized, wait a minute, I had the afro. I had the braids. You know, you know, in my time, whatever it was, I had it. So right. why am I going to dump on them like that? I, you know, now I've had conversations with some of the high school brothers, they seniors, they playing ball, whatever. Hey, you got to have kind of a bit of a presentation when you get out there looking for what you want next. That don't mean you can't be you. You know, it just means you, you look at the scope, and they're looking at me like, oh, okay. That makes sense, you know. So I right. I, I can't sit here and, and, and get mad with my, 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 my little brother, as I call him, or none of the above because he spit the truth. He spit the truth. You know, I still go to my right. 80-something-year-old stepdad when it's something that's confusing me because that brother hasn't been there, done that, <laughs> you, you, know? Right. you know. So that's right. how I look at that.
1: Well, Pete I want you to chime in on this because I'm curious of what you what you think about what Verdell had to say about the youth being it, things being passed down to our younger brothers.
0: Well um you know I I, I appreciate this, that and uh understand that. Um but I guess you know what sometimes man stuff to gets lost in the translation because you know uh we were talking about generations. Um so that, that target thing is so it's so um uh, far away from my, my mentality and my ideology of manhood, that, you know, it's, it's like it's a shocker to me. You know, so when you told me, when, when you guys said that, and then reference to, you know, what it means to young men, I kind of, you know, I kind of like look back at it because the, 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 the ideal is to, you know, be able to gain a perspective of why something is the way it is through the eyes of the other individual as opposed to my own eyes, you know. Mm. So uh, in in reference to that, um, the main objective is to reach that person so that you can bring that person up to the level that is desired for them to be able to achieve, you know. And if you can't do that, then they're not failing you feel it. You know oh, what I'm saying? Okay. So Hello. Hello. So so you know, um, we have to embrace other uh, other ideas and other methods to reach young men, especially in this new age that we are in. You know, when me and J T was, was out, man, we didn't have no phone in our pocket, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We couldn't go and this is something that that that, that um that I really appreciate to having back then is that you know we didn't we didn't have a Google search where we could just search information and then it pop up <laughs> you know, or we didn't um we didn't have a phone that kept numbers in it that we could just say, Oh, you know, I don't even have to remember that number. You know, we actually have to remember the number. You know what I mean? Right. We right. have to actually, you know, we didn't we have a, 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 you know, you get lost trying to find someplace, man, but now all you have to do is just, you know, put it in your directions and then it'll get you wherever you let
4: it go, you know? But we don't have to. Yeah, I know, on that what you, what you what you're talking about, and and because of that, we have adapted a fast paced mentality. Um, exactly. Me and um, exactly. when, when when and then when I look at it, also what social media has done, it has have between social media and these TV shows. If you notice the trend, it has mm-hmm. told the mind of females to turn their value down because they're always wow. constantly competing with the wow. next female. And, and and when you look at shows like Scandal and, and um uh, being t- it's like they're telling them that it's okay to be the side. So wow. uh, now you ha- now you have uh, I have to stop my kids uh from getting on YouTube because I looked at I looked at what they was watching one day and they had they they had a grown man in a Superman costume wow. And there, with, with with a woman and a cat woman costume. So when my kids oh. are going to look, when they're going to look for for Superman, you got this other stuff popping up. So now here it is. My 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 six year old is, is, is exposed to some stuff that, that he wasn't supposed to see on YouTube. You know, I, I remember right. now. Of course, I was a bad little kid, so I remember going in my grandfather's house and and trying to uh, click the back and forth to the porno channel just so I could see a little nipple or something. <laughs> You know, well, but, but it was blurry. It was all the only access I had. You know, but 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 now it's it, it's it's so accessible that it has turned the the value of a female down because it's like okay, if she's getting on my nerves, I could just go slide to somebody else DM. So everything is so fast paced and there's no such thing yeah. as relationship nowadays.
0: That's right. Yeah. And this there, there seems to
4: put somewhat of
0: a mentality of whatever I do is okay. You know, and whatever I say is okay because I'm just expressing me, and and, and that's the sentiment that you get with, uh, you know, President Number Forty Five. You see what? I'm saying? <laughs> where, yeah, where yeah, I do a good you Or do anything, no matter how outlandish it is, or how ridiculous it is, or how untrue. It is. Excuse me. You know, and and that's the mentality yeah. because when you are, when you're on a stage, you are performing, and your job as a performer is to engage your audience. It's not to tell the truth. It's not to get to uh, the real. It's not to uh, to uh, influence uh, thought-provoking. It is to give that person what you want them to think. And that's what's going on a lot of times
1: now.
0: I mean, and you see that where, where wrong has become right, and right has become wrong.
1: P. Coop, let, let me jump in real quick. First of all, I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. This is your man, JT Live, right here on the Black Man Talking Podcast, on Black Man Talking Radio. Man, we got some we got some great guests in the building. We got my man, Burdell Gray, TSO in the building. Of course, we got my man, Tushmoo, Andre Johnson, my man, T.T. I got to get T.T. T. in because T.T. worked with the U, Timothy Townsend. He worked with the youth, so I want to get his perspective on this. And of course, we got my man, P. Coop. Bulldog of Sports, what we used to call them when we were doing sports on here, and we changed our format around. Just for people who are tuning in, uh, apologies for the for the, for the early uh, technical difficulties, but we seem to get them straightened out right now. Um, make sure you tune in every uh, Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. We'll be here for an hour. We also got the barbershop hour. So I want you all to definitely tune in to that because we're talking all things sports, we talking. Whatever brothers want to talk about, ladies, female, whatever, y'all get it. I'm married, so I really can't get it engaged in a lot of that conversation. Me too, J.T. Hey, J.T., I love you. So
4: I I
2: mean, I man, I'm trying to now. get I'm, I'm trying, trying to get my wife to walk away, man. She's sitting in the room with me, so I <laughs> <laughs> the I got to right temp- right I now. got to temper <laughs> <of> my anxieties <laughs> and, and 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> well, the, the barbershop hour is going to be basically brothers coming. in. We all talk mostly sports, but we'll talk about a lot of different things and so we're looking at a date that'll work for that, and so we'll, we'll be letting you all know. But this is our very first episode of the Black Men Talking Podcast, so uh, I thank awesome. you all for listening in. Make sure you tell everybody, tell your friends, share the link. Uh, Timothy, you work with the youth. Yes, sir. And so to so Dale's point, man, and to Pete Coop's, you know, point, I'm going to tell you, VG, I'm, I'm just going to let you know, I ain't with the pan sack. I, I mean, I understand doing that, and they've been doing that for a while, because I'm going to tell you, when I was in school, uh, I went to school out east, the brothers from D.C. was wearing their pants sagging back then, and so you know, we didn't really understand what it meant I don't even think they understood what it meant at that time, I think that was just their culture because that's just how they carried themselves but I just can't get with seeing underwear, man, especially some of these brothers, man Booyah. I mean, damn, I don't want to see your know, draw. that's just me but okay, I, I ain't going to trip on it that much, my boys can't do it, but I ain't going to trip, but <laughs> you work with the kids so talk to me man. Yes sir. What what do you see?
2: Especially for our young well, black men. Well, you know the to to Verdell's immediate point and 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 he's very eloquent in his in his discussing it. You know, I I because I work with young people, you know, I'm I'm involved with the inside of what they do. They tend to want to share with me collectively and individually, you know, what goes on with them. You know, and 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 then as much as you want to you know, you appreciate that, and you you feel empowered with that when you're dealing with them. It's also pretty daunting, man. It's pretty it 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 can be pretty in a, intimidating if you're not prepared to understand their perspective. Um, Verdale indicates that, you know, um, you know, parents have a different perspective with their children. Uh, your children have a different perspective of what we came up with. Um, the young people that 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 are playing basketball and and we're otherwise mentoring to, you know, they, they, they listen to music that we may shy away from at first, but they're just simply trying to identify with it. Guys, we, we identified with, let me say it again, girl, when the Isaac brothers sung it back then, you dig? Um, oh, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just to be closer to you, when, when Lionel Richie said just to be closer to you, we, we identified with that because we had an objective, and that right. objective was met, generally speaking, because of the music. Because of, but that was, a, that was a helpful way for us to express ourselves. Um, yes. but I, I'm sorry, but Migos helps these kids express themselves. You yeah, know, right, uh, right. Lil Uzi right. helps them express themselves. And, and in, in that expression, our job is, in the stewardship of mentoring is to help them break that down and help us bridge this gap. We, we, we have to do a better job of bridging the gap from one generation to the next. We got generational gaps, man, that 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 transcend any one topical thing. I'm not talking about Jordan right. versus LeBron. You know, You're I'm right. not talking about Dr. King versus uh, uh, uh John Lewis. Mm-hmm. You dig? I'm talking about from the time as J- JT opened his show and 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 had his monologue with respect to us as black people generally speaking. We our stuff goes back to slavery. It goes back to people lying to us about, in Africa, talking about, you want, we're going to teach you about Jesus. Come, let me take you to Jesus. Let me take you to this boat where Jesus is. Get on the boat and you'll see Jesus. We're ready to sail over here because Jesus went over here to America. We're going to sail over here and we're going to see Jesus. And, and the dichotomy that is when our religions and our churches and our grandparents try to instill in us that This here is what it's supposed to be, and the other side of it, our own people are diametrically opposed to that. Talk about the different things like atheism and agnostics, and Mm
0: -hmm. we have a
2: lot of stuff going on. And what Verdell is saying to us is that the generation before has failed them. Well, the generation before my generation and Andre's generation were fairly passive-aggressive. They were just trying to get through the civil rights. They were trying to get through uh, Korea. They were trying to get through World War II. They, they, they were mm-hmm. still in living in segregation. I, I agree. You got, mm. your, you got your ass kicked if yeah. you went down and opened the door at Marshall Fields like my grandmother did You know, and had to sit in jail because she dared to go into Marshall Fields, not for the white person that she worked for as a maid, but for herself with my little buddy wow. kicking and screaming at acting wow. crazy looking like a white boy. So we, we have so many different things, generational But those, ed, story,
4: those, stories, those stories right there, T.T., those stories are the ones that, that are lost. You know, because, they're lost, yeah, man.
2: It, they really it, are. It, it,
4: that, 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 that right there. That right there would uh-huh. empower somebody to say that, you know, I seen with my own two eyes a strong black female open up a door they yes, he told her she wasn't supposed to put her hands on. That will empower yes, somebody, but we, but we don't get that. You know, somebody shared this story with me before. They said um, this, this um, daughter asked her mom. She said, Mom, why do you uh, cut the ham and put it into two pots? She said, because it's a tradition that Grandma passed down to me. So the daughter goes That's up right. to the Grandma house, and she asked her, why do you do that? She said, because when I, when I used to cook, I didn't have a big pot, so I had to make it fit. So she thought that was mm-hmm. tradition when the Grandma only did it because it was necessary. It she, was we, practical. We, 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 and it was necessary.
2: Okay. That's right. Right. We, yeah. we, we That's have exactly we, we right.
4: Have, we, have, we have blurred the lines of what's tradition and what's necessary, because even though yes, our sir. pants were – even though our pants were sagging, you see our underwear, it's no different when the Aussie brothers had their chest out and you seen they talk on me. I don't want to see another man. Yes, sir. Baby. You know what I'm saying? Sir,
2: they were entertaining. Like, 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 like P. That. Coop said, they were entertaining. <laughs>
4: Yeah, it's it's, it's but, but, you know, but what I'm saying is that you know if, if we're able to dis- accept the taco meat, we can accept the uh, the, the pan second because then we can find we can find a neutral ground on the bridge that you talked talking about bridging a gap. Mm-hmm. We got to find a neutral ground on the bridge so we can ke- can come find a way to come together. But nowadays everything is separated. So you know, we're we're the only because JT asks, where do we where do we stand as far as other other cultures. The reason why yes, we have such a gap, we don't have nothing to pass down. It is Jewish custom you when you get married that you do not, the man, you don't even work for two years. They, the parents have already saved up enough money that you just go away with your wife for two years and learn each other, and the parents and learn each
2: to, other. That's correct.
4: Yeah, but we that's so
2: necessary.
4: Yes. When we get married, the only thing we pass the only thing we take on is each other's debts and bills. That's the only thing that we pass. as black yeah. people that is the only thing we pass down to the next generation is debts and bills. The guy who man we don't even
2: we don't even have we don't even well, have jump in the broom man we don't even have we don't even have a, a, an effective stable and sharing financial foundation mm-hmm. you know well, let me I, 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 and it goes beyond us.
1: Let me let me say this to the Go ahead. First. I'm sorry let bro, go just, ahead. Because because I, I hear I hear what I hear what Verdell's saying and I hear what Verdell is saying, but one of the things that that we have to remember is, is part of the eradication of our culture is that we didn't have any traditions. Our traditions were stripped from us because we didn't know where right. we came from. We were mixed up, you know, when we came over here. It was purposely done that different cultures and people spoke different languages so we couldn't communicate. So now we come to a foreign land and we're forced to work and we're beaten and down And I tell people this all the time. I, I tell people, people forget this. We've only been out of slavery 150 years. Just think that's about right, that. Sir. That's right, yes, sir. That's not a long time. And so in order for us to establish those traditions, because we have some traditions, but they're not traditions in which we practice all the time. They're interchangeable. So, this, so as black people, you're not going to, count, not, to not count Jim Crow? You're not going to count Jim Crow too? Oh, yeah, yeah. Jim Crow is in there too. So I, I, I'm just saying. So you're talking uh, about it. then the uh, reconstruction area, and then you're talking about that. So there's a lot of things there that we have to look at. And for my piece, and for black men is what do we do? And I want to get this from each and every last one of you all because the show is coming to a close. I want to know what it is that we need to do as black men to kind of face some of our challenges. Like I spoke to myself and I, I spoke to this, so I'm going to say it and, and, and I'll just speak my piece early and, and, and foremost. The challenge of being a black man in this world today and the stresses. that we don't necessarily understand, that are upon us, that we take on. Like I said earlier, you know, every day i got to prove myself. Every day when I I walk into my child's school as a black man, i got to let them know I'm here. You know, when I'm walking, I'm outside, I'm conducting business, I'm a black man, I'm here. You know, i I got to do that constantly. i got to constantly be on my toes. So for me, just me, that's a challenge on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So everybody give me about a minute or two, tell me what it is, What's your challenge is, Dre? I'm gonna start with you.
3: Trying to get the young parents to interlock with their children. There's some fabulous young parents out here, and then there are some that are not fabulous. And especially the young men, because if you're not taking care of your kids, the system will. And they're building. They're they're building businesses, which are that. The, you know, housing for 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 the criminal, or whatever. They're building more and more and more because that's a business now, and you will, your kids will just get swept up into it. And seeing to it that you, you guys, were talk about my grandma and back then, and you know, I I grew up when the, the stove was wood and coal, You know, the furnace right. was cold in my grandma's house. But if you don't get as a parent, as a father, if you uh, and what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna get more involved. Being out here these last little couple of months put me back in that mix. I spent 20 years, like Tim, doing you know the sports, interacting with the young people because I had two children in, in that generation. But I gotta do more giving is where I'm at. And I got to do it in my own community with my own people, not blocking out nobody else. Don't get me wrong. You know, if i see seen a different nationality person hungry, I'd feed them, but I'm going to interject myself more into the lives of some of these young men and, and not turning my back on the young sisters. There's no question about that. That's, that's pretty much it.
2: That's correct. me That's you. awesome, bro. Thanks. Thanks. Tim. Talk Thanks.
3: to hey,
2: me. And uh, uh, bottom line guys, um, because of what I do and because of who I am and, and whose I am, um, you know, it's, 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 in, it's inside of my blood to do what I do. You know, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm unable to stand by and watch things not happen, and I'm able to do. And I, 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 I'm unwilling to stand by and watch somebody else do it if I can do it. Um, that puts me in a tenuous situation sometimes, guys, and that situation finds me at a disadvantage and a void. Um, I seek out and I, I, I solicit um, um, help from men. I, I need men to come by One Way Youth Sports and mentor and, 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 be, and be guest okay. speakers. I need a, I need a Verdale um, Gray to show guys, because they're going to look at Verdale and say, He's cool. He's going to ready to give us that. Ha, 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 ha. And then he's going to talk to him like a graduate from Indiana University. And he's going to shock the world. They need to see us so they can have an example of what we can be aside from a rapper, aside from LeBron James, aside from, uh, uh, aside from uh, 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 Max Julian the Mac or Superfly. They need to see that. And it's really tough when... Quite frankly, uh, you know, opportunities and society and governments make it hard for us to just live. They make it hard for us to, 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 to withstand just everyday things like JT said. You know, we have to watch how we drive. We have to watch how we speak. We have to be appropriate in order to work downtown Chicago. Um, Bridging the gap is more than just doing it between our own. We have to bridge the gap between us men so we can come together and learn how to deal with each other's differences so we can be similar enough to, to, to conquer our, our challenges in our community. That's our problem, our biggest problem, and our biggest challenge ahead of us is saying to ourselves, hey, man, you know, uh, uh, I might be the Bulls and you might be Portland, and right now, guys, it's 79 to 53 Portland. But that doesn't stop us, this next possession, all right, from boxing out, all right? From setting that screen, we got to keep on pushing and keep on plugging. We we are the we are turning to give up, guys, man. And that's not who we are. That's not that's not how we built, and that's not how we should function. Yeah. I, I, I bless you guys, up. man. God bless you all for for having me on there and 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 sharing this with me, man. It's been enlightening and uh, not surprising by any stretch of the imagination, given the company. But uh, you know, it's it's just great to do. I, I hope to be part of this all the time.
1: Thank you, Tim. I appreciate it. P cool, talk to me. Well, uh
0: man, it's always hard going behind others like that, man. But uh but I, I gotta say that um uh, the the thing that you know sticks out to me is um you know how I come, how I interact with the people who I come in contact with so that uh they realize they have uh, made contact with a positive black man who wants for them the very best uh, that they can attain, you know. Um, yes, and to be real, true, and authentic to that. To be real, true, and authentic to myself and to my family members, to my friends, to the people who I encounter, that uh, the, the positiveness of me eludes off you know, um, I got uh, my nephews, and uh, they are they vary in ages, but um, I had a lot of influence on them, to them growing up, and all of them, all of them are uh, college bound, if not in college or going to college and, and graduated, and. Doing stuff that is positive and uh, I got another another nephew who's in it, uh, who's a marine you know uh that was his you know his choice, but he's still doing something that's positive that he wants to do and I think that the idea the ideology of doing things positive can drown out negativeness that we are we are bombarded with every day um these these shows with uh, what's the name of that, um, uh, what do they call it, those, um, you know, the Love and Hip Hop. You know, well, you know, Housewives and all those type of shows, those are not real, and those are stage. Those are not real life, and they're they're putting them off as if this is some type of real life, you know, and, and, and th- there's not a reality of you becoming uh, the leader of this big empire like you see on these shows. So, Let's live in reality, you know, and and be grounded in reality and ground these young men in the reality. Not that fantasy, so that they can uh, be able to see what's real and, and ask the court of it.
1: No doubt, no doubt. I got my man V G. Come on, talk to me. We got about ninety um, seconds and I gotta hear what you guys say. Come on, talk to us. Talk I'm, gonna it, I'm gonna make it I'm gonna make I'm gonna make it quick. I'm a, uh I'm gonna
4: quote uh, Ecclesiastes ten and nineteen. It said, A feast is made for laughter and why make yes, it merry? But yeah. money, but money answers <clears throat> all things. We have to get, we have to get in a financial situation where we don't need to ask them for anything. And and I, if if my kids have what they need, then they don't have to go hustle. You know what I'm saying? A lot That's of right. times when we look at these kids on, on the corner, they're hustling out of the sense they have to eat you know what I'm so if, if, if we can empower, you know the the guy the guy who started Edible Arrangements when when, when he and, and I commend you uh uh proof cool about your nephew being in college. The guy who started Edible Arrangements, he after he graduated high school, he didn't want to go to college. So his parents Ooh. gave him ten thousand dollars and he opened up a flower shop. And from that flower shop, he opened up four more flower shops. So where he, after that he opened up edible arrangements which is a multi billion dollar company right now. Right. All right. because his all because his parents said, Hey, you don't want to go to college, I'll invest in your dreams. And if you and if you right. fail, we'll be right here. We need to get our finances straight where we can do the same thing for our children.
1: And oh, that's a lot that's of wise awesome. words for those from young man. Let me just say hallelujah, you know, are, for, Yes, sir, hallelujah, for, uh, indeed. Man, those, those are some great words, uh, Burdell. And, and you know what? Um, again, I want to thank you, brothers, for tuning in tonight, man, and taking time out of your busy schedules to uh, to sit in with me tonight and to just open up the show, man. It's the first episode. So, uh, man, P Coop, I'll just tell the brothers, we we have over 400, close to 400 episodes on Blog Talk Radio, man, where we podcast. And, and so, you know, that's a little feat in itself to talk, you know, over 400 times to people. And we, we've had a lot of followers uh, before, but now we're building another another format, man, and, and it's going to take some time to build. But um, I appreciate you gentlemen for taking time out of the And And I'm going to say this, um, and, and for most people who don't know, most of these guys are, are in our social media uh, groups, sports groups. And so we talk a lot of trash, but that's what sports, that's that's what you do with sports, you talk trash. And exactly. And so that's I the, the knowledge. And, and wisdom, and understand that I'm getting it from them. Uh, I, I learned so much from all of you all just talking tonight, man. This is a See, this is this is what I want to preach to brothers, man. Because, see, this is the serious, this is the serious stuff here. This is real work. Mm-hmm. And so now we're building, we we're, we're, we're building right now to something bigger and better. And the more we communicate with each other, the more we sit down and talk, the more we get to know each other. We can let those guards down. Also, I want to tell everybody uh, out there that's listening that February kicks off Black History Month, which is tomorrow. And I'm going to say this, A lot of people always talk about Black History Month being the shortest month of the year. Well, if you know your history and you know Carter G. Woodson, when he started it, he started Black History as Black History Week. And it was just that's a thing right. to get the awareness out there for African-Americans so that we can have something. That it to Black History Month. So it just so happened that that month fell in February. And for people who don't know, people in Chicago should definitely know because the Black History Month was founded right at the Wabash YMCA on thirty 39th of Wabash. Right
2: at the Wabash YMCA, that's exactly right.
1: Wabash yeah. YMCA, right. People don't know yes, that sir. history. That's historical.
0: That's a little uh, uh, no black landfall. history
1: for you, right like there. Black history well we, like gotta Black
2: history. we gotta get everybody we gotta get everybody the memo, J T. That's what it is, yeah. man. You know, no, it, no, there no, was it like was like once it. illegal to learn how to read, so <laughs> we gotta give them yeah. a memo and make them understand. <laughs> it's okay. that it, the the coast is clear. Right. We can start reading now.
1: Right, right. So I just want to let people know that that they download and listen to the podcast, that, that you, yes, you that you know, some broadcast out of the Midwest out of Chicago. I always say "Shut out make the world takes and so you know, we we here, man, to do our thing. So make sure you check out the Black like, Bear Talking podcast, download the podcast, share it with your friends. Uh, we're going to build up. We're building up our social media sites right now because we're in conflict with another one that, that's going on. So because uh, I have the copyright information on it, they're going to have to drop their, their, their,
2: Ooh, their social media. Copyright site. information. Uh, I've been so going like, through that for the last five months, man. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I know. That's a
1: little fight right now, but. But but we're working with it man and we make it happen. But hey brothers, I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all have a yes, great sir. evening. And uh, Verdell, we we gotta hook up and talk, man. And uh Tim, we gotta get some stuff together. Dre, you gotta let me know where you where you at, man. Where, where you where okay you, where you be at. Because so, we need to connect on okay. some other stuff. That's, we need to turn this That'll into- work.
2: Hey man, I'm I'm all, I'm off I'm off I'm off for, I'm for awesome. being with you brothers, man. That's what it's all about for me, man. I'm I'm gleaning yeah. and learning and and hope I can impart something while I'm doing it. You know, God bless you all, man. Y'all have a good evening. Yeah, you all oh, too. Have yeah. a good evening. I'll be in
3: touch,
2: JT. I'm gonna send,
3: me send me you my me. number. All right, that
1: will do, man. So we can talk. And hey,
2: you guys have a wonderful Later.
1: evening. This is JT Lab. Black Men Talking, the Black Men Talking Podcast. Man, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. We had some wonderful guests tonight. Man, make sure you follow us next week. where we're going to be bringing you a whole other topic of discussion, here. We're going to be breaking it down. you on the Black Men Talking Podcast. Make sure you share with your friends. Hey, it's been one. We started off rocky, right, but we finished strong. That's how you finish. This is your man JT Live, man. I'll check you out next week. Make out for the barbershop hour, man. That's coming soon. All right? We'll holler people. Yo.